Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Thirsting Soul. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today so full of thanksgiving. You are such a wonderful God. We thirst for you, Father. We know that you are a good God, that your mercies are new every day. You loved us so much, you sent your very own son, Jesus, to die on that cross at Calvary for all of us. And Father, we just thank you that many in these last of the last days will accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Father, we rebuke the blinders from their eyes and call forth the glorious light of the gospel to shine through to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about the thirsting soul. We'll be focusing mainly today on Psalm 63. The title for Psalm 63 in the Amplified Bible says, The Thirsting Soul Satisfied in God. And the title in the New King James Bible says, Joy in the Fellowship of God. Isn't that interesting? You see, when we have a life of seeking and thirsting for God, we'll be satisfied and have peace. And we'll have joy in our fellowship with God. But it all starts with a desire, a thirst for God through His Son, Jesus. Let's start today in 1 Samuel 13, verses 13 and 14 in the New King James Bible. And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which He commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. Folks, we have to stay thirsty. We can't just say we were thirsty at one time for a while. Saul was thirsty, and then he took a different path. God said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. So Saul started acting foolishly and not listening to God's commands, his words. Many end times churches are doing that today, but the book of Revelation warned us they would. Verse 14, but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart, of course talking about David here, and the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Folks, if we don't keep thirsting for God, he'll find someone else that will follow him and do his will. Matthew 5, 6 in the Amplified, Jesus said, Blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who actively seek right standing with God, for they will be completely satisfied. My friends, if we hunger and thirst for right standing with God, we will be completely satisfied and nourished by God's goodness. Psalm 63 in the Amplified Bible, the thirsting soul satisfied in God, a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Verse 1, O God, you are my God. With deepest longing I will seek you, my soul, my life, my very self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and sighs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Folks, no wonder the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. 
Acts 13.22 in the New King James says, And when he had removed him, talking about King Saul here, he, God, raised up for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, and will do all my will. Wow, folks, David is such an amazing example of a heart for God. Sometimes people focus on how he messed up big time with Bathsheba, but God saw David's heart, and he repented for that and lived the majority of his life in step with God, after God's heart, thirsting for God. Now back to Psalm 63, verse 2. So I have gazed upon you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. My friends, one point here is our gazing on God confirms our thirst and focus on God. And the other part is in the sanctuary. Folks, to God, our gathering together in church is special. There is a special anointing of God at church. You can't get that outside of church. You can't even build a church and go there by yourself, but you won't have that special anointing that God provides when you submit yourself to a pastor and listen to him preach God's message instead of telling everyone what you think about God. That pride in these end of the end times is keeping many people out of church because they think they know more than God and the pastor. Well, that came out pretty clear. We're talking about hungering and thirsting for God today. Verse 3, Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Folks, David had revelation and appreciation for God's loving kindness. Something missing for a large part in the end of the end times here that we live in. When many don't have thankfulness for much, including God. The one that gave them breath. But David was so thankful, and he said to God, My lips shall praise you. We should examine ourselves. How is our praise meter doing? Are we a 10 or a 1 or somewhere in between? Some would say, Well, Greg, I praise God in my heart. Hmm, unfortunately, there is no scripture for that. Verse 4, So will I bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My friends, I can't read about David or think about him without being impressed. He was so close to God. Here he said, I will bless you as long as I live, and I will lift up my hands in your name. While we're rating ourselves, how are we doing on the raising up your holy hands to praise God scale? It's the word of God, folks. Five, my soul, my life, my very self is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praises to you with joyful lips. My friends, we should be satisfied and use our mouths to offer praises to God with joyful lips, not sad lips. Six, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate and thoughtfully focus on you in the night watches. Folks, do we remember and acknowledge God every night? That is a part of being a thirsty soul, but of course, God is merciful when we sometimes forget. 7. For you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings, where I am always protected, I sing for joy. My friends, what joy we can have and walk in when we know that as an obedient Christian, we are always protected 
in the shadow of God's wings. Eight, my soul, my life, my very self clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Folks, as we cling to God, he holds us up as we have nothing to fear. Nine, but those who seek my life to destroy it will be destroyed and go into the depths of the earth, into the underworld. My friends, we need to let God take care of the judgment and thank him that many of the evil people will turn to him and give their lives to Jesus before their last breath. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Ten, they will be given over to the power of the sword. They will be a prey for foxes. Eleven, but the king will rejoice in God, everyone who swears by him, honoring the true God, acknowledging his authority and majesty, will glory. For the mouths of those who speak lies will be stopped. Folks, there is so much of this in America and the world today. Those who speak lies, but they will be stopped. One of those biggest lies is that you can get to heaven on any God. Just pick your favorite. That is a lie of damnation. This verse and others are clear. Everyone who swears by him, honoring the true God, acknowledging his authority and majesty, will glory. Folks, there is one true God. He's our Father who sent his only Son, Jesus, for you and I. As we thirst for him, he'll reveal more and more of his loving and merciful nature. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're a great God. We choose to hunger and thirst for you, Father. We repent when we haven't done that enough in the past, and we choose to be more hungry, more thirsty every day for you. We thank you for your mercy. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.